0: Thank you for tuning into More Than a Felon. I'm your host, Liddell Hayes, T26179, the ex-felon. After serving a prison sentence of 11 half years, I was able to get back into society and founded my very own nonprofit organization called Operation Flame. However, society is not always the most forgiving when inmates are being reintroduced after serving prison time. Here are more than a felon We will conduct live interviews with ex-felons who have found success within their community and are striving to change the lives of others. Join us every week where you can experience real topics from ex-felons as well as real-time phone calls with currently incarcerated inmates to get their opinion on how we can reduce the spread of incarceration. Ex-felons in society have paid their debts to the rights for freedom but many are challenged to change the way we are viewed by public perception. For more information regarding matters such as these, please feel free to visit our website at OperationFlame.com
1: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of More Than a Felon. I'm your host, Daniel Hayes. And today... I want to talk about an interesting subject uh, that's catching some of Americans by surprise. Uh, it's a slippery slope, and it's full of some who take it serious, and some that just don't really have much education and background about it. And, Full details, and that's this new variant of the coronavirus. It seems that over 20,000 Mississippi students in quarantine after the first week of school. Um, One teacher has already died, and this should have made national headlines. Uh, But in certain places, it hasn't. If a kid does positive for coronavirus, the student, the teacher would not know. Uh, from my understanding, it's kind of hard uh, for a child under a certain age, I believe it's age of 12, infected by it, but, you know, some say they are, some say they haven't. You know, all we can do, first and foremost, to me, in my in my um biblical eyes just stay prayer up and protect ourselves at all times and at all costs uh you know you shouldn't play politics
2: with kids and students and
1: teachers lives you know everything in the world to me is the politicians are really acting, you know, like two different gangs that don't get along with each other. And innocent people often get hurt with something that's severe. You can't really agree with anything. or what is it? A virus? Flu? Who cares? We know it's something. And I personally have family. Uh that are in hospitals hooked up to ventilators behind this. Um, and one of them has underlying conditions. But she's holding on. By the grace of God, she's holding on. Or it just seems like,
2: you know, polit- politicians are the one that's
1: causing more damage than this virus. We can't, we 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 have to do better by kids. We have to. When we deal with this, why can't we deal with it to the point where we can say, you know what, let's develop some type of procedures that can get kids tested before they come to school to begin the year and during the year? Why don't teachers feel comfortable? This is not how it should be.
2: All for political gain.
1: Now we are starting to see the real version of politics, not the stuff that's hidden behind closed doors or hidden behind suits and, and fancy speeches. our political leaders setting uh, a certain political party up for failure so they can use it as ammunition in the polls for the next elections? Are our political leaders fighting against each other to gain power or to regain
2: power by allowing people not to have
1: procedures in place What's the precaution for these kids in Mississippi? Why weren't they tested before, at least a week before? Hey, parent, your kid has tested positive. Uh, you can't come to school. What's wrong with that? There's so much going on right now, and I think that politicians, we need to come and know. There are a lot of them we need to get rid of. We need, we need, we need, we need fresh,
2: uh, fresh blood in there. People that
1: have empathy, you know, that, that care, uh, care about life, regardless of your political parties. You no, know, people aren't dying, but most, politicians, uh, wealthy politicians, of course, their families pretty much going to be taken care of. What about the people that put you in office that you're supposed to serve and protect? We can, we can reach an agreement, both Democrats and Republicans, for a $3.5 trillion bill because someone is going to gain wealth off of that. But we can't come to a, an agreement on this virus and how to treat it. Ron Paul was on an attack with Dr. Fauci and about whatever, you know, and it, what's the attack going to do? Who's lying? Who isn't this? Who's this? Who's that? You guys did this. You guys did that. Okay, that's not helping right now. What can help us right now is you get people the attention that they need. Test people. Figure out where it is.
2: Come up with a solution. Hey. Some
1: people might need to go back to Zoom studies. Now you got 20,000 students at home. Families
2: are not wealthy. They have to work. What are we doing? The United States looks like a bathroom right now. Smartest of a smart of a nation as we are.
1: What the hell is going on with us? We just had some ugly stuff in politics over the last four years. Actually before then, but the last four years have brought out some of the most nastiest cutless cowardice acts by politicians we've ever seen, and that's my lifetime. We're too busy
2: fighting for power. We're fighting to save lives. This is not making any sense.
1: 20,000 Mississippi students in COVID quarantine after first week
2: of school. There's an outbreak somewhere. Kids are involved. But I guess they look at it. Now my kid. We're rub. Uh, we're talking about it in the next floor meeting. Let like the Senate adjourn. Families are going to be out of employment. And it's not that,
1: not that easy. For parents, because they depend on their kid to go to school to learn, for one, and just like most parents, they find jobs according to their kid's school schedule. But all of a sudden, your kid can't go to school. I can't call my employer and call off. It's a problem. Need four hours in advance. But what happens when something like this almost to end the week? abruptly happens. We need answers. And first and foremost, we need a healing within self when it comes to politicians. And they go sit somewhere and they, they laugh and they talk about certain things. But for the most of it, you no, know, you're playing politics with these students and these teachers' lives. The South is still what it was in the years. They don't even cover it up no more. They're letting it be known out there. It's what they're about. They still stand true to Southern tradition out there. And that's why states like Mississippi, which is the Delta, certain parts of Arkansas, are the brokest nations in the country but you're still holding on to your same rhetorical political views that have you stuck on your great-great-great-grandmothers and great-great-great-grandfathers had you. There are nations out there such as the Delta. Excuse me, I don't mean nations, but there are states out there such as the Delta. Their poverty is beyond the worst you've ever seen.
2: There are no jobs, but you're still voting according to tradition. Look what's happening to your students, to your
1: kids, to your schools, to your teachers. There's time to go vote. Take this seriously. You look at all this and you ask your politician, your state elected official, your county official, your mayor, your governor, or whoever you feel is your or or you know, whoever you feel is representing your district for that particular state or city or county. What the hell did you do? Are you just listening to what Joe Biden says who's the president, or are you heavily influenced by what Donald Trump uh, and some of his uh, political figures are saying? Did you try to stay on your own demand or woman your own ground
2: to protect students? Only way is virus can get
1: passed on is to inhale it. To touch it. Come in uh, communication with someone to have it. More than likely it's going to be through the nose. Or if you touch something and then put something in your mouth
2: so why not keep it covered? But I'm not trying to persuade you one way or the other but I would love to. Stay covered up. Uh, I've been vaccinated. I've felt no
1: side effects. But I'm going to make sure I take care of myself, my family, my uh, immediate family, my mom, my father. So, in their tender ages, they need to be protected.
2: This is real. And I hope we treat it with the severity that it needs. And politicians need to be ashamed of
1: themselves. You know, I'm in California. I can't vote in Mississippi. I can't vote in Arkansas. I can't vote in Memphis. I can't vote in Louisiana. But I can damn sure let my voice speak for me. And I damn sure
2: we use the power of social media to say certain things
1: on how I feel. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, this is one of the ones where, you know, there's no,
2: I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Is there an ending to this for now? How do we round the curve? Stay tuned for further episodes of More Than a Felon. I'm your host, Nadelle Hayes. Till next time.
0: This is your host again, Nadelle Hayes, T26179, the ex-felon. Thank you for tuning into More Than a Felon, where we will continue to discuss daily issues that affect our communities and highlight the achievements of ex-felons who are now gainfully employed, own their own businesses, or those currently seeking future employment. We appreciate you for listening to the stories of those searching for a second chance in society. Subscribe to our podcast here at More Than a Felon, Join our Facebook group at More Than a Felon and visit our website at OperationFlame.com for more positive stories such as these you've heard.